result of a lot of good work by Black Lives Matter, ACLU, and others, there are now prosecutors and district attorneys who are being elected to office who are saying, my job is not to put more people in jail, it's to reduce the prison population. All right, We're making some progress uh, in that. We have got to invest in children and our kids. We've got to invest in education rather than in more jails and incarceration. Los Angeles, they want to spend billions of dollars on more jails. Wrong. Let's make sure that our kids have jobs and education. Second of all, we have to end private prisons in America. People should not be making money by locking up fellow Americans. I'm proud that during my campaign in 2016, uh, we talked about the insanity of having uh, at, at federal level uh, marijuana at the same uh, level uh, treated the same way as heroin, okay? So we talked about decriminalizing marijuana, legalizing marijuana, and that's beginning to happen uh, around this country. So the goal is to make sure that also when people leave jail, uh, they have jobs, they have decent housing, so they don't come back to jail. But criminal justice reform is a huge issue for me. Do you feel like you would be righting a wrong because you did sign the 94 crime bill? They signed it. I voted for we it. We voted for it. Yeah. We voted for the 94 crime bill, which started a lot of this mass incarceration. I voted for that because for a couple of reasons. I mean, you know, one of the things, it's a fair question, mm -hmm. but as you know, a lot of bills have a lot of stuff in it. Mm -hmm. And if I hadn't voted for that, you would be saying to me, how come you voted against the Violence Against Women Act? How come you voted against uh, the effort to deal with some uh, gun safety legislation, which was included in, in, in that? That was a ban, as I recall, on banning assault weapons, something that I believe in. So it was, but if you also noticed, uh, at exactly that period, I talked about the dangers of mass incarceration. So it was one of those, and it happens, it may happen tomorrow. You got a bill which has some bad stuff in it, has some good stuff, you make your choice. So you feel like you'd be right in the wrong? Which Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Look, this is an issue we've got to deal with. Mm -hmm. Too many lives are being destroyed. 
Hundreds of thousands of people get criminal records. You know why? Because they have smoked marijuana. They got caught with marijuana. That's insane. And as you know, this is a racial issue in the sense that if I think blacks and whites smoke the marijuana are about equal time, uh, blacks get arrested a hell of a lot more. Uh, so the, and what we also want to do, and some communities are beating to this, is expunge the records of people who arrested for marijuana. I believe in that very strongly. Uh, this is a question that we've been asking of all Democrats. Does Bernie Sanders have an agenda for, for black people? Absolutely. We start off, as I mentioned, with massive disparity in the general population. Mm -hmm. Very few have a lot. Most people have nothing. Then you got another form of disparity, which is a wealth disparity. All right. So right now you have the white community, the average white family, uh, owning 10 times more wealth than the average black family. You have a health disparity. Infant mortality rates in the black community, I think two and a half times what they are in, in the white community. You got an education disparity. We talked about a criminal justice disparity where African-Americans are much more likely to be uh, arrested and put in jail. Those are disparities that have got to be addressed. addressed. Um, there is a friend of mine, uh, Jim Clyburn of uh, South Carolina. Carolina yes, yeah. sir. Representative Clyburn came up with an idea, which I think we should build on. It's called, he called it 10-20-30, which says that you focus federal resources on those communities most in distress. And at the same time, you got to deal with institutional racism. I remember redlining, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a small business person, I talked to a guy in Milwaukee last year. Uh, and he had, it seems to be a moderately successful business. He said, Bernie, I'm going, black guy, I'm going to the banks. I can't get a loan. Uh, so we got to deal with racism and discrimination within the financial services committee, within the financial services industry. You got payday lenders. My God, unbelievable. You know what the interest rate for the, and they rip it off on the most vulnerable and poorest yes. people. So to answer your question, we do have an agenda. And uh, it's an agenda that we will fight vigorously for. Yeah, that's why I, I would like to see federal, what you said about the banks, I would like to see federal government put more support into the black banks. Absolutely. I feel like that could help black entrepreneurs. And not only and black, black banks. homeowners as well. Mm -hmm. And black homeowners, but black business in this sense. Correct. In this sense. Unemployment now is quote unquote relatively low. But you go to African American communities and the youth unemployment rate is still unbelievably high. And you tell me, right, please tell me, what happens if you're a kid who drops out of high school who has no money? You're probably going to turn into a life of crime. You got it. Yeah. What a waste. What a waste. You know, we got to invest in those things. We have to invest in housing. A lot of people in the African-American community not making a lot of money, spending 50% of their uh, income in housing, child care. And what about HBCUs? Absolutely. It's very big for, for our community. It is. It is and very support big. is very big. It is very big. They, uh, I don't know the numbers, but as you know, a significant number of uh, African-American teachers, uh, academics, uh, professionals uh, come out of the HBCU uh, system and they do a great job and they're underfunded. So when I talk about making most of the, as I recall, most of the HBCUs are a public institution, some are not, mm -hmm. but we are gonna pay a lot of attention to them. Now, why does it seem like this week you've been kind of dodging the reparations question? Senator Harris and Senator Warren have both kind of spoken out and said that they agree with some form of reparations. Well, what the question is, what do we, I'm not dodging the question. The mm -hmm. question is, what do we mean by reparations? I mean, it, it, it seems to be a lot of people mean a lot of different things. Uh, to my mind, it means that we have to deal with the fact that there is enormous disparity uh, between the black community and the white community. 
And that issue has got to be addressed. And I've indicated to you some of the ways that I think it should be addressed. Well, I think they mean uh, some type of economic empowerment to the African descendants of slaves. But what does that mean, economic empowerment? If I just talked about the fact that I would do my best to change the banking system to make sure that we end racism, that we pay attention to distressed communities, that people get the loans they need to make the investments they need. What about free cash payouts? No. How much you want, Sean? agree with that? (laughs) Why don't you agree with that? Well, first of all, uh, you mean just a check to every African-American? Yes. Well, and it's a check to every Native American who were nearly wiped out when the settlers first came here. I think the way we go forward is to build America together. There are distressed communities, white communities. There are distressed Latino communities. Right now, what you have is a government owned and controlled by big money interests who worries about Wall Street and the drug companies. We're going to change that. And we're going to pay attention to the needs of working families and low-income families uh, in this country in a way that you have never but seen. But this government has also systemically oppressed us in a way that they haven't oppressed other other communities. I mean, through slavery, through segregation, now mass incarceration. And so I think it should be something done specifically for African Americans. Well, and all of those issues, mm-hmm. all right, we are going to deal with mass incarceration. And we're going to invest, I think, at the end of the day, if we end the discrimination that exists in financial services, in health care, in education, if we guarantee health care to all people, if we, and we're working on a particular program, make sure that every person in this country uh, has a job because there's enough work to be done dealing with climate change, dealing with our crumbling infrastructure, I would suggest to you that not only the African-American community, but every community will be a hell of a lot better off than they are today. All right, we got more with Bernie.